Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka brandon hope you're well my guest is a comic a writer a performer an actor and an emmy winner please welcome shelby farrow welcome yeah hello and the crowd goes wild <laughs> thank you for being on i appreciate it uh thank you for asking me it's, yeah this is yeah i mean i don't know about you but i'm getting pretty low socialization yeah it's pretty much just this podcast for me for the most part so this has helped me a lot believe me but i saw my first the first friends I've, I've seen in the entirety of all of this like three days ago and that's rough yeah yeah in the day-to-day, it was just like, oh, you know, I'll just uh, wait. And then in my brain, it's like I had the switch flipped of like, oh, I'm just not going to see people because that's not smart. Yeah. I need to do that. And then you blink and then it's six blurred months. And I'm like, oh, I got to I gotta recalibrate because yeah. this is just how this is going to be for a long time. That's totally true. Well, yeah. On Well, one, do you live alone? Well, yes. A cat aside. Got yeah. it. So you don't get to see roommates and stuff either. No. No, but my, you know, my parents are like 10 miles away. Oh, so, okay. So I can, yeah, so there is human contact, so that's good. That is good. But you have roommates, right? Um, I did, well, I'm now, I did a little, uh, I did a little switchy with my parents. They moved down to LA oh, to really? help my sister with her baby. So I came back up to their house to, you know, take one, take one rent off of the, off of the family credit name. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to kind of basically. How's that been? I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm having a great time. This is like what you want to do if you can, right? Like retreat to yeah. your parents' nice house somewhere. It's definitely, I'm definitely also like, how long do you think that you could live with your parents if you had to right now? Right now? Like at, uh, at this age. Do you? I don't know. Like five years, a year, six months, six weeks? Like six hours. I think I don't know. You know, in my brain, I'm part of me is like I I could get used to this. Yeah. I feel I feel like it could be a minute. It could it could be it could be longer than I probably think. I don't know. I would think at least a year probably. But they have a really nice house and a pool, so I feel like that that That's really extends the time for me. Yeah, I do wonder if my parents were actually here and I couldn't just like like there's something about when your parents are gone where it's so easy to like clean the house. Yeah. Or be an adult and then at least i mean i'm 26 so hopefully it'll change maybe it'll get easier but like then the second they come back element yeah yeah but then you're under the same roof and you're just like oh leave me alone mom and dad like it's always embarrassing i know it's gonna happen and i like try to stop but i'm still like oh don't ask me where i'm going it doesn't matter i'm going to my room well but see but that's interesting because i i read something about how for like friends for example that when you're around your friends, the age that you met them is the age that you regress to for when you met them. And I don't think that that's necessarily like a universal truth, but it's definitely something I've noticed with mine. So a part of me thinks about, well, apply that possibility to your parents. And I feel like they see you as a child. Yeah. And you then kind of unintentionally like play that role, at least on some level. Oh no, totally. And like, I feel so bad, like, Oh, gosh, like my, you know, people who are also trying to keep their parents from like, kind of just doing stuff. 
but they're not being listened. Whatever. Yeah. It's a whole. It's been yeah. a real big like re reparenting ourselves or whatever. But no, I'm having. I mean, we have the fires nearby and stuff, so that's a little spooky. But I like the Bay Area. I'm trying to trying to get involved with stuff up here. Sometimes I was like, well, I I've been in LA for a decade. I could kind of like. I also had a weird roommate situation that like I had to get out of, so that definitely pushed me out too. But um, yeah. I uh, definitely always felt a little bit of like an interloper, and I've always felt a little weird about like just like moving somewhere to pursue your dream without really considering yourself like a citizen of that area or whatever. You know what I mean? Like a yeah, yeah. like part of it or putting down roots or whatever. So some part was also like, oh, maybe I should like go focus on those things I am focusing on in LA up in a place where I did spend the other half of my life. And I do have, you know, historical, personal context for it. So you're just like going to be up there kind of TBD or you're just at the moment, it's just they're down there and you're over there. So you're just hanging out. It is so crazy. It's really one of those things where I'm like, I love, we really, we just always make the funniest like casually worse like i don't know i don't even know how to explain like money decisions or something like just that all my poor parents like the first month of a pandemic they had to figure out how they were going to move to another city across the state (laughs) to help my like extremely pregnant sister deal with the baby after it was born and then I i don't know it just reminds me of my dad like forced my older sister to invest all of her summer waitressing money into like the stock market literally (laughs) i think like a week before the stock market crashed in 2008 like he told her to like invest like in fannie mae or something (laughs) (laughs) and she was so mad (laughs) she was just (laughs) screaming at my dad oh cats uh she was just like you made me gamble my money and now it's gone and he was like okay sorry like i'll i won't tell you to do that anymore no it's a it's foolproof you just it's one game of blackjack put it all on it i promise you you will win and if you win you get like a lot of money if you lose we're not gonna talk about that that's not important <laughs> winner's mindset hey, baby if you win uh you're welcome but if you lose i will deflect i don't know you yeah we're not relatives <laughs> anymore but it was so, it was, but yeah, it's like just those things where I'm like, sorry guys, you guys have worked so hard for so long and you still just have to do just, you know, parent bullshit. Yeah. A parent is hard. <laughs> it's just something, always something. No, but to, I mean, I know what you mean that like to your point about, um, I know for me, my, my parents have been pretty good about it, but even then I'm still having to give the thought process about like, do you need to do that though? I don't know you what. Know, I, I def. I don't I mean, know what that is. I totally know what you're talking about, especially like that very specific concern of like, of like that need. Like, do you need to? And like, part of me wonders if it's. I mean, some of it's just age. Some of it's just like, well, we don't really give people a lot to do or like a lot yeah. to be the older they get. So the only way they can define themselves is by how useful they are because we don't really value people unless they're useful. So if you take sure. away the the few things they can do, then, you know, like, what do you have left or whatever? Like that I all get. You're like, social circle is probably smaller. This is probably all the socialization you get, like blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I have just been blown away by the casual choices. Like, my friend's dad was just like gonna go to jury duty and he's like severely like 
already is really, really, you know, we're all at risk, but like, sure. you know, high risk of being in the percentile who will definitely like die. If they but get but he should be like the over. most cautious. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Taken. And like has like a bad immune system. So a low barrier to entry and stuff. And like he was just going to go. And then like he was just like going to go to the DMV. Like just these things where my friend was like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Please, please stay inside. Like, I'm going to like come back to make sure you like stay inside. Yeah, like, you don't need a single lemon right now. You'll be okay. Well, or like, I'm, I also don't mind like ordering stuff. Like I'm an internet bitch. Like I, I appreciate that that is still labor. And I don't yeah. think that long term delivery apps are how I want to see like basically mutual aid of like food delivery during a pandemic be done. But like it doesn't if I like can tip someone like 30 percent and it keeps us both from having to like me and the person delivering in their work, like not go face to face versus like me going to a grocery store, going inside, like adding my breath or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll just do that. And I don't but I don't personally feel like I lost something on the experience because I got my food. I just need my food. You know what I mean? If you go to the store to buy the ingredients for a good ham sandwich, you remember the good ham sandwich. You don't remember going to the store. Yeah, unless all you have to do like day to day is go to the store. And then suddenly it's like, the store is freedom. (laughs) When I went to the store in August during a pandemic in 2020, let me tell you, that was great. Most free experience (laughs) of my life. (laughs) Good day. Loved it. Definitely going to put it on my timeline. I definitely have been a little freaked out by how quickly a lot of people seem to just be kind of like it's fine especially because i was in la in like a city doing you know like rapid response tenant relief and stuff and being around Mm -hmm. a lot of people who had very material things to fear around all of this even if they didn't maybe necessarily like fear the pandemic the most out of it or whatever but now i'm back in the suburbs and there's like i'm like oh my god there's a vibe there's kind of a vibe among some people of like oh we're not gonna get it you know like that mm-hmm. weird kind of like, oh, it's like, it's not for us though, which is like some sort of subconscious ingrained, you know, probably medical racism or something because they don't have to see it so they can ignore it. But yeah. it's just weird. I'm just like, whoa, you guys are like really desperate to like pretend this isn't happening. And that's so freaky. Yeah, I was wondering because, yeah, to your point, like, I imagine like any other place or any other thing when you're quote unquote in it, obviously you don't have the context of without getting out of it of, oh shit, this was weird or this was interesting or that. So now that you're out of it, like, have you had those thoughts about the experience of living in LA now that you're not in it? I mean, I, well, if anything, all of my biggest reinforced thought has been, yeah, where do you want to be when shit Mm -hmm. goes down? Do you want to be in the suburbs where there's space to grow food and like, space to maybe raise chickens if you had to space to protect space to hide space to run but you're surrounded by fucking like suburb people like fuck that like they're gonna turn on each other in a heartbeat my neighbors across the street our power went out for a couple of days because the rolling blackouts or something and like the neighbors across our street who have always asked us not to park in front of their house and stuff like had two generators going and I was just thinking like oh my god they're gonna eat us if something bad happens like they're gonna go crazy so fast uh versus like in LA where I was like well this is nice I feel like I have direct access to a lot of people who I vibe with in the sense of 
you can go outside and basically do like unhoused relief just yourself or go get involved in the tenancy union or just because it's so much like physically denser you know yeah no that makes sense and it definitely i i would think that like any other place but like the suburbs of the two it definitely goes both ways the things that you get from it but the things that also are not good in general but also like in that in that scenario because i don't know i, I feel like the the less you have to do the more you're left to your own devices and people yeah. get kind of squirrely if that's the case that's a great way to put it especially if you're again even if it's just subconscious but you have this feeling of like oh yeah, if people stop helping me, I can't really do anything for myself. I buy all my food, I buy all my clothes, like I buy everything, I buy all my labor, I buy all my like childcare, I buy all my education, you know, like where it's, yeah, it is sort of like, oh man, like, cause this is the class of people who actually have to panic during like labor disputes. Yeah. Because the truth is like, especially during something like a pandemic or like a global crisis, usually labor rights get a lot better because people are finally forced to strike or stay home in some fat. Like, that's what I was hoping. I was like, the plague yeah. killed a bunch of workers and that's why workers got better, you know, serfs got better rights, essentially. So, like, actually, and then, like, things like this should actually only help the labor class, even if that's it's still really hard to do. But the people who definitely ripples out to affect the worst are probably, like, upper middle class, like, suburb, like, bougie people right like because they're the ones who are gonna have to like figure out like i'm not really worried about a lot of people i know to like figure out how to basically work together with other people to keep themselves alive because they've basically been having to do that in society already because society wasn't built for them what do you well, do that's the like, fucked up thing we've all been prepped for that you know whether without giving the option of it yeah just exactly. with this massive massive untenable divide so, you know, in that regard, like, survival has not been an issue, but uh, I'd rather not put it to the test like it feels like it's been tested more than ever, These, you know, here lately at the very least. Well, or it's at least finally feels like that for everybody to some extent. True, true. Well, and I, yeah. that at least explains why. I do think that, that and I don't uh, subscribe to it, but I can see how they got there of, like, people freaking out during all this and some of the videos of the fucking idiots uh, in like grocery stores being like saying being told they should be wearing a mask and like bah! because like, yeah, there are people like, that nobody that the idea of control is completely gone right now nobody has the illusion of control yeah. any sense of control and again i don't subscribe to it on any level things like that or the way it manifests itself like that but i see how they got there no it's totally true i mean yeah and it's one of those things that's like it if something is not crazy to imagine happening, that also means that it's not crazy to stop ahead of time. Where it's like, yeah, of course they yeah. react like that because look at the world. Like, also, what what do you do when a system totally works for you? And then people are like, we want to get rid of that system. If you don't, like, internalize, like, no, we're getting rid of it because it hurts people and it hurts you too. And you just hear, like, oh, it's changing. That thing that actually totally worked for you is going away, like... I mean, uh, that is really hard. It is very, uh, it's definitely a, a flaw or something. For yeah. Something to work on. But even when talking about that too, and, and this is just my mindset, I'm just like, I would then go to the thought process of in those situations where, you know, for example, like a system changing, my brain goes to, 
not how does this affect me and and I'm gonna act out. It's just why does it need to be changed? Well, and yeah. What is you know what is the reasoning behind that? But I guess that's basic empathy. Is I don't know. I was like that. That's because it sounds like you don't have too much ego forcefully tied to your part in this system, so you're okay with <laughs> being open to change. It's like open mindedness. I just want people to be happy. Seriously, I'm just well. Yeah, it's also a little bit of like yeah. It's also really frustrating when all these conversations are like so panicky when it's like if you could just get past the initial like, oh, no, change can be really fun. Like change is a good change is good. Change is fun. Like we could come up with like cool new ways to live. Cover (laughs) schools. I don't care. Like let's it's a free for all baby. Do whatever. Try some shit out. It's also like it's like change is hard. At least it is. It can be for me. But like it's also necessary. Well, and it's impossible to ignore. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so much easier to just, not entirely, you know, to go with the stream, but it's certainly a lot harder to try to swim against it. I <laughs> Have you read, um, I tell everyone to read this book, but have you read Octavia Butler at all? No. Um, she's my favorite sci-fi writer, but she wrote this series of books, these two books called, uh, they're called Parable of the Sower and Parable of the Talents, I believe. But uh, they're like, kind of like near- future apocalyptic books that she wrote maybe like 1993 the first one the first one like maybe 88 or 89 and it takes place in like you know like 2020 and there's like a drug that makes people love fires and like the sci-fi element is basically there's some medication that some people took that made some people be like hyper empathetic like their babies be hyper empathetic like they can feel if they see pain or pleasure they like feel all of it so that's like the sci-fi like element but basically it's just like there's it's like there's a drug that makes people love to set fires there's been wars everywhere like society's collapsing because of the droughts and you know like it's just very like yep 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 oops Uh uh-oh well yeah yeah, (laughs) right on the money like a couple things are missing so we're still good but otherwise like yeah like you added a couple things to sort of speed it up but otherwise yeah yeah, pretty realistic but but it's just a really good book but that book but it just deals a lot with like the concept of change and growth and the fact that change is universal and all you can do is like shape it. But I was going to say also reading some like physics, like some particle physics books Mm. and time books about like the new universal concepts of time and stuff really helped me actually finally accept the concept of we live in a universe that is made of change. It is a mm-hmm. constantly moving universe, which means everything reacts to something else, which means it can never stop to if it's going to be itself, which means things have to keep going no matter what. And like really, truly. And I am of this universe and I'm okay with that. So I accept that I am also part of the flow of time and I no longer will try to fight that and find a way to escape what this universe is because i am part of this universe and if this universe ceases to exist so should i so i shouldn't even be able to live outside of it i should be part of it see when i hear something like that i feel relieved me too that makes me feel great because i'm like oh thank god it definitely always also makes me think though that like someone is gonna be like yeah idiot that's like literally on the second page of the bible or something like i feel like i always have these like epiphanies <laughs> and then so it's literally like you know, like, do unto others as they would do unto you. Like, something that's just yeah. like, oh, uh, well, apparently I needed to figure it out. Sorry. <laughs> See, I've, I've had that plenty of times, too, though, where I'm like, 
it definitely feels like there there might as well be a light bulb above me that just turned on. So I'm like, yeah. aha, you know, and I my index finger goes up in the sky as I'm like, ha, I figured it out. And then I tell somebody and they're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, eh, I mean, fair enough. But look, I had to arrive at it, I guess. I love that. Just like getting up on a table and being like, everybody gather around. <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> and if you've had it, I will too, call it shut a, up. a cell phone. Do you know? <laughs> it'll be a phone, but it'll be made of cells, you see. <laughs> what? No, I don't want to hear about that. Um, and then somebody tries to just tell you and they're like, shut, 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 shut up. So this phone. So this phone. Perhaps there'll be some sort of popular iteration. Maybe sideways with some sort of texting. We'll call it a sidekick. What? What's that? <laughs> what if we stopped with physical media and perhaps, let's say, streamed them? How about, and I'm just spitballing, Netflix? Does that sound good? Your advisors are in the back just like hitting themselves in the head with hammers. <laughs> This is the guy that they love. They love him so much. Oh, God. God Anyways, yeah. Don't give him a billion dollars. It'll be really annoying, I'm sure, that person. (laughs) I might be powerful, but I'm not cool. I'm just annoyed. Well, no, so that's my sort of ranty stuff. But how how are you dealing with all of this? Have you been... I like being really alone sometimes. I think everyone should get the chance to actually have, like, guilt-free, solitary time to just, like, do stuff. I agree. I think um, I think about that, too. I'm like, is it, and, and I guess, you know, maybe TBD, but I'm like, is it that I am built to be alone, or is it that just is I needed it as a bit of, like, a respite, and, a, you know, because, like, human contact obviously is a requirement, but to what degree do I require it? And that's what I don't know, but so far, honestly, it's pretty nice, and obviously the having my cat helps. Oh, yeah. How many do you have, two? I used to, I have two. Yeah, I I will say that I used to be really scared as a kid of like, and I remember this is one of the reasons why, I don't know if you ever read Island of the Blue Dolphins, but I was like, now this, okay, now this is something I could do. This is a way I could handle it. I used to be really scared of getting stuck somewhere totally alone and basically like having to not so much like survive, but have to like decide to keep living. Like for some reason like that as a kid, I was like, oh my God, what happens if I'm just like, you know, I don't know, straight, like, alone, never what else die, like, whatever. Oh, my God, am I just gonna fucking die? I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, oh, like, whatever. How could I make, like, life worthwhile, like, for if I never had contact with another human being again? I think I could do it, though. Well, that, I mean, I think everyone had, some part of me is like, I think everyone should be able to do it. I don't, I think everyone should be able to be alone. I think I could do it and quite possibly thrive. That's great. I love to hear that. <laughs> I think I could. We got to get you a, I think I a could. dome somewhere. <laughs> Fill it with stuff. Put me in a biodome sequel and let's see how I do. Probably bad, but I mean, I'm willing to do it, especially right now. Jesus. I definitely, at least in school, did not need as much day-to-day socialization as they gave us. I could have easily gone like a few days seeing people, like three mm-hmm. days off completely. Yeah, or something. Which is funny because I don't. I like humans, and I get along pretty well. I say in a very robotic way. I like yeah, humans. I like humans, and I too. get along with these quote unquote humans very well. But I also don't think that I necessarily require it at least as much as I thought I did. I guess. Well, I definitely also. I mean, one of my other again, like annoying twenty-six-year-old like things. I feel like I keep wanting to remind people is like also this is reminding me how much of I think. Like, even my poor little brother, who's, like, five years younger than me and, like, just graduated college and, like, 
is now trying to figure out what the fuck to do. But it, at the same time, mm. it's like, well, we kind of know what to do, right? Like, oh, like, what am I trying to say? Like, well, two things. One, I'm like, well, we know what to do. We need to help each other. So, like, get involved in mutual aid. Maybe it's not a career or a real job, too, but whatever. But separately, it's sure. like all these people keep – when you identify so much with what you do or what you accomplish or whatever – it always just reminds me like, oh, man, capitalism is like an addiction, huh? Like, this is all like a video game. Like, it's addicting. And you like, act- yeah, yeah. and like a lot of the stuff to me that you go through and you kind of have to rehab for whatever reason, like whether it's because you just had like a mental breakdown or you just, you know, or you're like addicted to a substance or you have an eating disorder or whatever it is. And like, you have to like. You have to do the shit, like, make yourself be uncomfortably alone for long enough that it gets, like, comfortable again. And then you're mm-hmm. going to actually like being alone for a while. And you should protect that alone space and, like, figure out who you are in that, like, safe space and then re-enter the world with your, like, new tools and, like, new point of view. But it takes time. But, like, it's really shitty and painful. And it takes, like, 16 weeks at the least, you know. Like, you literally <laughs> go through withdrawal when you, like, stop doing stuff, you know. Yeah, and well, I think that's and that's part of I think what we're getting to some degree, to varying degrees in all of this. It's like uh, so many things have been and and some continue to be like taken away that we're just so used to, almost to the point like there's some form of like white noise there. And then it's like, oh, okay, well now that some of these you're without these things, you kind of realize what you do and don't give a shit about. And I know that's been for me to some degree of like uh, kind of reprioritizing or just getting a bit of a mental checklist of what I do and don't care about. Well, and, it's, and to me, it's also like, well, and how frustrating that I would make the hypothesis or guess that the biggest difference has been, for whatever reason, this is like guilt free, like you time or whatever, mm-hmm. versus like the pandemic. Like, I don't think we needed a pandemic for you to have this time or like, I agree. Learn yeah. these things. Like, and that's what's frustrating. Like, that's just what sucks to me. I'm like, man, everyone deserves like, a few years to fuck around man (laughs) (laughs) well it's just the idea yeah everyone kind of needs it sometimes that it took a soul-crushing pandemic to where it's like i say a thing and then you're like well yeah well but no but it's not even like well yeah it's like man this sucks yeah because the only way the only reason that i can even say half the shit that i say is because i was given any semblance of that time or space because i got lucky or like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that and then it's like oh also you don't want to be me there's another there's a whole other side to this that oh yeah trust me we got our <laughs> we could talk about the other anxieties and stuff I'm still I still am a little I, it's so funny because I was kind of hoping I like have really bad nightmares and I was sort of hoping that since all the bad stuff was like kind of actually happening yeah they would either cool down or become like more realistic like i would just dream about what's going on but there's still now it's what's going on but there's still like aliens (laughs) or like monster like there's always still like one more (laughs) as if like the what you've dreamed about is like externalized now and like it's actually manifested itself so you're like well maybe at the very least, they'll be a little bit more normalized relative yeah. to what's happening. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you're like, like oh, this shit's still heightening. Yeah. Like, my goddamn subconscious is still heightening this stuff. <laughs> still trying to get freaky at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, I can't have it too bad. I have to have it worse. 
I was like, dying. Yeah, I perfect. was like Dracula, like literally like, you know, and you know, obviously it was some like smart effects version of vampires, but it essentially boiled down to like pandemic, like military on the street, whatever. And also there's like a semblance of vampires. And I was like, okay, I gotta. <laughs> wow. That is, <clears throat> that's an interesting mix of genres going on in your head. I can't, I can't take one. I can't take both. But yeah, so it's also like, sure, I might not be, I might, uh, I might have figured out what my hobbies were a while ago, but I'm still really scared of like aliens for some reason. <laughs> like you'll, you'll replace one fear with another. Don't you worry. I wonder if like what's happening is a thing that we've seen in movies so many times and now it's actually happening. And it's just like, I can't even sometimes fathom that. So then I'm yeah. like, you know, in my head and thinking about it now, what have I seen in movies a lot that hasn't happened yet? And I'm not aliens. And I'm not, I, I think I'm good on that one. I know. I think I'm good because I don't, don't, I think at the very least we're going to annoy the shit out of them. And we probably, we've earned that. So, you know, maybe if they were nice when before coming to Earth, they'll be, maybe they'll be more like Mars Attacks because they're just so annoyed and realize we probably shouldn't exist. Maybe it's best. We just liquidate. Well, I guess. I, I mean, I get, you know, Brandon, I think about this a lot. I get worried about it a lot. I think, I think that, I think that I would hope that if to get to, well, unless you just like evolve differently. So again, like the barrier of entry for you to get to space is less for some reason. So yeah. you don't have to be as coordinated or whatever. But I would hope That's that. Right. To function collectively as a unit well enough to break your atmospheric barrier and do like that level of space travel. I hope that that actually is a marker of an of a highly, highly evolved interdependency and mutual dependency, like species or whatever, whose inclination would never be to harm part of another like, I would have to hope that because if aliens come and they're violent and that means that it's possible to be violent and coordinated enough yeah. to go to other planets, we are fucked. We are going to yeah. be horrible people if we get to space. So they should kill us. What if it ends up that the aliens come down and they were just like, they lucked into like inexplicably the technology, but we're smarter than they are. That'd be, that, that'd be too cool. I mean, it's a movie that's not going to happen because it's just very anticlimactic. Just like, I guess we just coexist with them or they fly off or we just take their stuff. But, you know, it's always that they got to be exponentially smarter just and violent because otherwise. Man. Yeah. They just start you hostile know. hopping, bro. They're international It'll be like citizens. Battleship and they just need water. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> I remember when that script came out, like before the movie came out, and I read the entire script just because I wanted to see if they had the line, you sent my battleship. And it took a while, but they did. Wow. Uh, I'm 99.9% sure, and I should be fact-checked, but I'm pretty sure that movie came out and the Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie came out because Hasbro, because Sony was about to lose their rights to Hasbro because they hadn't made any Hasbro properties in like X amount of years, and they were going to revert back to their old. Like someone was about to lose the yes. rights. And so they oh, had to make yeah. like... Oh, I don't doubt that one bit. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Like they, and I was just like, and I made like a... I just remember because I only learned that because I made some stupid joke about it. And then I saw Battleship and I was like, no, no, <laughs> you can't do this. Like, you can't actually like that was one of the moments where I was like, oh, the world might I can't I'm never going to doubt the world 
being as dumb as the stupidest thing I can think of again. Yeah. I was going to say, you know what movies I think about a lot that every once in a while I'm like, this is so weird. Did no one watch the same movies as I did? Did no one like learn the same lessons? Are actually like maybe like late 90s, early 2000s mm-hmm. rom-coms where, you know, where it's all about like a, you know, busy, busy business person who sees what life would have been like if they had like gone a different way or like sees what life would be like basically has to learn the lesson of like you can achieve great things blah 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 but there will at the end of the day there will like always come a point where you'll be like i would have given up all the money or whatever if i you know to care about what matters and i was like didn't we like learn that when we were five like okay got it like yeah yeah i get it people matter cool moving you know sure Duh, I say I'm that, and like I enjoy ruthless. a rom com. I really do. What's it called? Like, um, Sweet Home Alabama or something. That's a funny. I thought of that one, and then I thought yes. of what is it? The proposal? Is it that the Sandra Bullock one with Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I do like that movie. There's, but there's one Ooh, more. There's one more that I'm really thinking of, and I can't even remember if it's a guy or gal in it. But I just remember the scene at the beginning where they're looking out of their, like, insane glass box apartment, like, ah, but perhaps this life is shallow. And then they wake (laughs) up the next day and they're like, I don't know, like, married to Vince Vaughn or something, like, from high school, like, something like that. I don't know. Or maybe it is Vince, I don't know. But I just, like, I don't know. I That is something where I'm like, this is so funny. Like, I feel like people, like, throw down for, like, businesses. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, what about the nightmare? No, I'm sorry. Not the nightmare before Christmas. A Christmas carol. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's interesting. There's like maybe one psychiatrist listening to this right now being like, oh, that's fascinating. That slip of a nightmare instead of Christmas carol. How interesting. Well, it is is a nightmare before, I suppose, literally. But, um. (laughs) Well, that's true. But yeah, but like even that, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you guys watched it, right? Like, Scrooge, money, bad, got it. Like, cool. Rich people, bad. And then at some point, it kind of was like, or rich people, good? <laughs> Maybe. Rich people, bad, and then rich people, dot, dot, dot. I don't know. Not? Not so bad, after Question all. Mark. We were wrong. It just <laughs> been, like, interesting. An interesting curve. Twist. I think it started when we let rich people complain about people not liking them anymore i still cannot get over jerry fucking seinfeld in his what 60s 70s going to a college campus and coming back and basically just being like those girls don't want to fuck me anymore and the boys don't think i'm funny like just being like oh the kids don't like me and being like it's the kids fault like it's just it's just the ego yeah the ego of like they're not laughing as much as i think they should laugh so you can't possibly work colleges these days. Also, why the fuck do you care what, like, an 18-year-old thinks? Yeah. You're Jerry Seinfeld. You have so much money. You could buy that college and demolish it. Like, you could own them. Like, it's you could hunt one of them, probably. Like, it's just so funny what people, like, I feel like have let people get away with complaining about. Yeah, it just shows that. A fragile ego is a fragile ego regardless of the bank account involved because that guy, he's especially, he's a weird guy in many respects. But just the idea that like, I feel like genuinely he doesn't think the opinion of anyone but a comic is valid on anything. And only if they're in one of his cars. Yeah. 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 
drinking coffee, which, which, it's funny to me though, just that he can have so much disdain for the people he gets angry at if they don't give him the amount of laughs he deems necessary. Like, and he already got paid for that show. It's a college gig, which means the college paid him to show yeah. up, whatever his fee was, and then the kids just went because they wanted to go. It's not like the kids bought tickets, I'm pretty sure, or anything. So it's even more like, I don't know. It's just like, well, yeah, also, I guess if I just, if I saw my dad complaining because a bunch of, like, 18 to 22-year-olds didn't think he was funny, I'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? And he'd be like, oh, my God, you're right. I don't care. Like, they're children. Of course they don't think I'm funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Why would they? Well, your dad also doesn't have a house in Martha's Vineyard that literally has a full scale baseball field behind it <gasps> really does it really he really does yeah I, yeah i'll send you that picture well, it's incredible it's like what it's is like, a baseball uh, field worth without the laughter of children brandon <laughs> <laughs> but it better be the right amount otherwise you right can't play ball fields anymore oh my god i can't believe it that's so like it's that's amazing. what i mean like i like i just feel like it's like it would be garish for me to make like a joke or something about like a rich guy all alone being like, why am I unhappy? I have everything and having a lot of stuff. Like I'm like, I again feel like that's a pretty, pretty cut and dry, like book, like storybook lesson to pick up on. Yeah. It's weird. It's like money doesn't fill the massive void. Interesting. Like that's bizarre. (laughs) (laughs) Just the idea too. It's like, uh, that other another rich person hears that and they're like, "Can you imagine?" They're like what? We can't buy this. I would love to fill the void. <laughs> Is there anything? We got to wrap it up because I really want to keep this going, and we can't after. But uh, is there anything you want to point people toward before we wrap it up? Ooh. Yes. I mean, there definitely is. Um, Water Drop LA is great. That is going around a lot, which I just mean to say, so I can, I, I'll find like a Twitter link or something too. But it, it's the, they're the people in LA who just go, who just, who go around and drop off cold water bottles and, or fresh clean water to the unhoused community in LA. And there's a heat wave and you can Venmo them. I think it's water drop dash LA. Yeah. I think like 15 bucks buys like four bottles or, you know, whatever. Um, so that's great. They're awesome. Oh, I would also say look into community fridge and pantry projects and look up what people are doing with them in L.A. And if anyone wants to do that where they live, I think they should. I think I'm trying to do it around here. I'll see how easy it is. But that's one of those ways that's like one person can one or two people can do it. Technically, it's it's Mm -hmm. it's hard and it might take a while, but it's something you can just kind of steadily plug away on trying to get set up and. The second it's set up, it's like, you know, direct relief, which is nice, you know, for people. That's awesome. <clears throat> I mean, for like the sanity of doing something and then being like, oh, nice, like an outcome right away. Yeah, something actually quantifiable as opposed to just... Just a little, you know, just sometimes. Yeah. Well, donations and you're just, they have value too, but hoping they do the right thing, but you can't really quantify what that But it's nice to physically, when you're, especially when you're forced to be alone a lot, it's nice to do stuff sometimes with your body. Yeah. With your la- yeah. your free time and labor, if you if you can. yeah, um, I feel like actually being of value in this world, 
That's nice. People can also look at what's going on with their local public schools. I'm sorry, I'm just like, if people have the time, you might as well just check out what's going on around you. I want people to get back into yeah. tagging because I want to get into tagging. Stickers everywhere. I think it's cool. And I'm bringing back 2004 and I'm ready for it. Do it. So tagging. Yeah, Water Drop LA, community fridges, and tagging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. I'll throw some stickers around and then donate to my local food bank. Or even just like a flyer or something. Like, no joke. Like, it was really nice flyering for the tenants union. Just get out, take a walk, get some information out, meet some people, meet some neighbors. Like, don't, I don't know. It's also good to remind yourself to not be afraid of your neighbors, even if you're still like, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, even if they have, they park in front of you and then they have two generators going at all times. Oh my gosh, so funny. I really was like, oh my God, this is a purge house. You guys are going to kill us. Oh, God. It's okay. It's okay because our driveway is higher up than there. So, we're like, we're on a hill above them. So, hopefully. Well, good. That's, yeah. In battle, it's always good to have the height advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for being on. This was so fun. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, This was course. really nice. Uh, thank you all for listening. Just uh, wear a mask. If you got some time, try to donate or your time, energy, money, whatever the case may be. But stay safe. Bye.